Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And, and uh... This, this is, is Media, Media Monday, Monday Show, Show, episode 33, which will come out on Monday, April 22nd, 2019. The double threes! Yeah, double threes. Way to go. We're, we're getting uh, up there. Yeah. I, um, we're working our way up to tight 90 on our episode count. There's this uh, podcast that I listen to that um, they've been recording for a couple of years, but they only record, record like once a month. So they're on episode like 39 or something like that. And they just, they just switched to releasing on the 1st and 15th. And so... Um, I was like, we're going to catch up. And then they switched to 1st and 15th, and I'm all like, oh, no. We'll it's... never catch up. No, no, we will because we record bi-weekly, and they record on the 1st and 15th. So there's going to be like true. two episodes a month or a year more than they do. Okay, so we'll, we'll catch them. It'll just take us another, like, decade. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, it's, like, it's like you on Fantasy Movie League. You oh, know, technically yes. you could. I could. Technically you could win, but uh, but the statistics aren't there with you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess there's not a whole lot to talk about this week. So, yeah, how, so what order do we it, want to do this in? Well, let's keep it to a tight 90, and huh. we go ahead and go over our Fantasy Movie League if you'd like. Yeah, we can do that, I guess. What? I mean, this week was rough. Yeah, for everyone but Sean. Yeah, everybody but your brother. He went in for that Marvel money. It's probably a good idea. Like, everybody prepping for um, for Endgame. Seeing I guess, Captain yeah. Marvel yeah. again. I just, I had hopes for LaLorna. I thought some people would go see horror movies this weekend. Oh, really? Did you actually yeah. pick that up? I didn't I didn't. I did. It. I I got uh, one curse of LaLorna. Uh, one of the the breakthrough, which I hate to have, but uh, I mean, if I actually had a theater, I wouldn't show any of these movies. But that's because you know there are a lot of theaters. I figured Easter, there's going to be a lot of people seeing this Christ movie. Yeah, but apparently not many. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, it, I it only brought in eleven million. Yeah, it, it brought in eleven million, so it's it didn't do great. It's I mean, not worse. Although apparently this was the worst box office Easter weekend in 15 years. Yeah. And LaLorna won that. Uh, it, it got like 25. Did yeah, it? 26 million. 26 million okay. is how much it made. I, uh, I think I had put like 17 for my tiebreaker. So I didn't think it was going to do very well. but And I guess it didn't, I did, it didn't do very well. But it did better than I thought it was going to do. Yeah, I can't remember what my tiebreaker put. Uh, it was it was something close to, to this, I think. It was the low twenties, I think. Uh, let's see here. Let me look this up real fast. I think. But anyway, next week, just go with Endgame Friday. They're going to break it up hourly, actually. Yeah, I don't know You're how they're going to do gonna that. Have to you're actually going to have to look at a. Uh, you're going to have to pick a theater, one theater somewhere in the United States, <laughs> and you have to have one day at that theater, and that's how it's going to break down. But um, I don't know. I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll do it so that you can't buy more than one single day. Oh, definitely not. In, I mean, 
And the the question is, would you be able to buy like two Sundays? If you, I think two Sundays would beat anything. Even. Maybe, maybe. I mean, there is that guy that spent like three thousand dollars on a ticket to see <laughs> uh, to see in game in New York on three like days Friday. after it opens. It's like on no, it's like on Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> he he bought a ticket on eBay for like three thousand dollars. And it's a reserved seat three days after the opening. That's crazy. It really is. It really, truly is. Like, honestly, if tickets were that hard to come by, I would just be like, okay, I'll just see it next week. Spoilers be damned. I'll try not to be spoiled. I mean... And you can get spoiled in three days' time. Oh, definitely. They're still going to get spoiled. Whoever this is is still going to get... In fact, like, if I was one of his friends, I'd go see it the opening night... I would travel, you know, two hours to a theater outside of New York, and I would be, like, live texting him the entire time. <laughs> uh, that'd, that'd be terrible. Just to be like, well, this was money well spent, you ass. I want to see it on Thursday, and then, like, drive by theaters and yell, Snape killed Dumbledore. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, they might show up. This is Disney. Right. Disney um, owns all that. I don't think they actually do, but... No, uh, I believe the Harry Potter's Warner Brothers? Yeah, it's it's Warner Brothers. <laughs> so I guess technically DC, so Snape could show up in, you know, Captain uh, uh, Shazam. Yes. Shazam kills Dumbledore. That's right. Powerful mag- magic. He destroyed it. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, so... Uh, it was tight between me and Becca. We're just, like... What is that? Seven hundred thousand dollars really? between the two of us. Yeah, you guys picked like very similar, like she, random she spattering a, of things. Yeah, she got a she got a Captain Marvel, which boosted her a little bit. She did have a Hellboy, which I think hurt her. And I left a screen open. Yeah, I was confused by that. Yeah, I just figured that this is the way it worked. Okay. You let the screen open and still beat me by like fifteen million. So I did, yeah. So strategy, <laughs> strategy, be damned. I was all in on icy water. Yeah, you really were. You were in for that Jesus money. That I don't know. I guess I should have figured that the people who were going to see the uh, they're only going to see one movie that weekend, and it's going to be the Jesus movie or it's going to be the Penguins movie. But the that's that's all one group of people and it is that is uh the penguins movie didn't do too awful for a penguins movie i mean it brought in two million so it beat the it beat the uh the uh best performer because you just get a two million dollar bump for that so yeah so i don't know anyway let's uh yeah we can continue on into the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a bad week. And next week, it's really going to be how you fill up the rest of your bracket, I think. Yeah. Because so. I wouldn't be surprised if In-Game Friday is also the best performer. I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. It really is. Uh, but anyway, uh, so into the news. All right. Um, so, Disney has confirmed that it is canceling the X-Men franchise. 
So that okay. means Dark Phoenix will be the last movie in that universe. Um, but they are keeping Deadpool. Okay. They will they will continue on to that. It won't necessarily be connected to anything, but it technically isn't really connected. I mean, there's been a couple cameos. Right. But it's not actually connected, connected to that universe. Um, and there was also like a television series, I think they're going to do, or the New Mutants or something like that. They're still going to do yeah. that. Yeah. And that's just because they're so far along in their production, it doesn't make sense to go ahead and cancel them out. Yeah, New Mutants is a is a horror movie, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. I'm not really sure. Uh, it's probably not something I will see. It looked scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, they're they're going to do that, but they are canceling the franchise. So that means no uh, first class and no continuation of uh, any of that stuff. So it's officially killed by Disney. And that also makes sense. They don't need to be releasing that stuff and figure out how to tie it in with the MCU and all this. They can just reboot the entire thing. I think the snap is actually going to reboot a lot of this. Yeah, you've you've said that a number of times. Yeah, I, I really think that the entire universe is going to reboot, be rebooted. And that way they can recast Tony Stark. They can recast Captain America. They can do all this stuff mm-hmm. and still keep it continuity, you know? Yeah. And they can add in all these franchises they now own. Because they also own uh, Fantastic Four. They also own, like, just so many things. They own, you know, all the mutants and everything now. Yeah. So they can add all of these beings in to the universe now. So, but anyway, so that's that's a thing. Okay. Um, along with the, the Disney... Uh, Disney's finally announced their uh, their over the top streaming service, uh, Disney Plus, and it's coming in November, I believe. Yeah, and that's it's the gonna thing what be I read. Like six dollars a month. I think it's like six ninety nine, something like that. Yeah, seven dollars a yeah. month. Yeah, you got to round that up, do you know? Yeah, I guess that's true. And um, and it's. It sounds very promising and very worth the $7, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's probably worth that just to get all of the Disney classic stuff they'll have on there. Like, access to all the television shows. Like, apparently everything that's been on either ABC Family or been on uh, Disney, uh, the the channel, all of the television shows are going to be available there. Okay. Um, Um, Like, they're going to have... Like all of the MCU movies, mm-hmm. and uh, within the first year they'll have all of Star Wars, but I don't think they're going to have that at launch. Uh, I believe right now, like TNT has rights to all uh, the. So they probably they have to wait until that contract runs out. Yep, that makes sense. And. Um, but like, there's there's lots of uh, new shows coming. Um, there's like the Mandalorian. Yeah, I didn't and realize that was a television sh- series. So yeah. I, I was surprised with that. Uh, there's there's going to be a Monsters Inc. Uh, like spinoff show. Um, what else was there? I don't know. There's a bunch of stuff coming. Um, like there's. Uh, it's supposed to be like two or three 
um, like a like a Vision and uh, the Scarlet Witch show. There's a uh, I don't know if these are supposed to be like live action with those actual. I bet you they're or, animated. Yeah, they're probably animated. It just makes more sense to like you might even be able to get them to be voiced by the same actors, yeah. but I would even highly doubt that. I think I think they are voiced by the same actors. Okay. But I, I really don't think that they would be live action. It's just that'd be too costly, I think. Yeah, like I heard that they were supposed to have like these actual people but like I was all like but I don't I don't see it being like live action. So Yeah, I I think that's too much of a commitment by the actors, it makes it too expensive. But well, I mean, you can get them, in, you can get them in a studio for a weekend and have them record all their dialogue and everything. Yeah, but uh, I think I think they're offering a lot, and seven dollars is half the price of uh, of Netflix. It is, it is. They, I don't think they have quite the content of Netflix yet, but I think they'll eventually build up to that in the few years. Right, and I think they're also specifically they're looking to undercut Netflix. Yeah, I I would not be surprised if they are taking a big loss on this for per each subscription. Uh, so I, I heard something that they're they're planning on being profitable by twenty twenty four. Okay, so just a short six years or five years. Yeah. So yeah, but Disney but it's got the state power. Got, got, yeah, like billions of dollars they can they can dump down the toilet on this thing. Oh yeah, yeah. They could they could lose a lot of money. They, they could play the long game on this. And I know they're not, they're not planning on like getting rid of Netflix, but I I do know that they're planning on undercutting them as much as they can. Yeah, and I mean, and uh, I mean the way Disney's going, they'll eventually own Netflix anyway. <laughs> with the uh, with the Fox merger, um, Disney's now the majority shareholder in Hulu. They are, yeah, and so. I guess, like, you're going to see, like, probably a lot of their adult titles, like the like the Fox sort of shows and things that are, aren't are family-friendly, mm-hmm. are going to end up on Hulu. Yeah, I think, then, I think uh, Hulu will kind of be like the Buena Vista. Yeah. For Disney, it's going to be where they can release stuff that's not Disney-friendly, family-friendly. Mm-hmm. Like, things that are closer to an R rating. And, um, so, like, that's, that's gonna happen. Oh, I read a, a number, uh, and you're, you're one of these people with the, the ad-supported, uh, Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, generally it costs, like, $6 a month, and you're paying, like, a dollar, because you got that deal. But I did. I got, I got a deal for a year, and I, I paid 12 bucks up front. And so, it's, uh, it's normally $6 a month. And on top of that, Hulu is making nine dollars per subscription per month uh, in ad revenue. That's good to know. Yeah, like they're making like fifteen dollars per subscriber a month. Just yeah, that's not that's not a bad deal. No, like, I, I didn't think those, the those were well. be, Yeah, I didn't think those were going to be those numbers at all. Yeah. Well, apparently if you get a Spotify subscription, like Spotify Premium, you get Hulu as well for that. And yeah. I was kind of surprised it went that direction, but I guess if Netflix if uh if Hulu is making uh an additional 9 bucks in ad rev, right. they could they could they can take that hit. That could Spotify. almost be free. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they charged a dollar for it. Yeah. That's Yeah. So, yeah, obviously they're they're they they just want to get as many subscriptions in as they can and hope that you watch just a couple shows a month, I'm sure. Mhm. Um, but also in Netflix news, uh, apparently 2.7 million Americans still get Netflix DVDs. Yeah, I believe that, maybe. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot of places where streaming capabilities aren't as high. Yeah, and I, I've heard a lot of people say that, like, there's still things you can get on DVD from them that you that aren't available on streaming. Well, not to mention, you know, uh, especially if it's not the Netflix special released ones, you get special features on the DVD, so I can understand okay. that, too. Yeah. And I don't think it's that expensive. I think if you just get the DVD thing, I think it's like five bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not that high to get one DVD, uh, you know, standard definition and everything. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Then you can just rip the DVD to your library and sit yeah, back yeah, and get a new one. Yeah, you could definitely do that. <laughs> you could definitely do that, yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if, like, some places where they don't have uh, either high-speed internet or it's a little bit more spotty and yeah. you just get the DVDs and everything. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, um, let's see here. I guess we already talked about how uh, Curse of La Lorna did not do real well. It didn't. I mean, it didn't do bad, honestly, for, like, an off weekend. But apparently Easter weekend is one of those big box office things. And I've actually, like, you know, President's Day weekend, like, all these weekends for this year have actually been, like, the worst on record. Really? Hmm. Like, a lot of people are not going to the theaters on, like, three-day weekends or holiday weekends. Hmm. At least nearly as much as what they used to. Weird. Yeah. Um, But in other news, apparently a man set a record and he saw Captain Marvel... 104 times to make the record, and then after he made this record and Guinness recognized it at 104, he went and saw it 12 more times. And you think um, he was all like, I love this movie, I need to see it more when it hit 104? Or was he all I, like... I, all I think like, he wanted I'm, to... Like he push might have the wanted, record to something bigger? Yeah, I think he probably wanted to push the record a little bit. Um... But I don't know. His name is Stephen Rupel, and he lives in Wisconsin. And apparently, um, he, uh, he he saw it 104 times. It doesn't say like if he had to pay for this. If he did have to pay for it, if he was paying just you know twelve dollars a screen, uh, then it works out to twelve thousand forty eight dollars that he spent on Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh... But he's in Wisconsin, so I'm 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 he probably did not pay twelve dollars a ticket for Yeah, I mean and also if it was at a place if he's got like a dollar or second run or something. Right. Paid four four dollars or something a movie, or if he had, you know, uh A list stubs or something like that. Well, I mean stubs is they only let you see three uh, a week. So I guess Well still that covers that covers three a week. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Which makes it cheaper. He saw those in IMAX or something, you know. But anyway, so, you know, congratulations to him. Uh, I bet that guy has, apparently, like, seen all of the Easter eggs or whatever is in. He's he's ready for Endgame. I mean, at that point, they should just give him a copy. Yeah, I guess that's true. 
It's like, okay, dude, you pay us another twenty, uh, you know, another three hundred dollars, and we'll just give you a copy that you can stream at your home. <laughs> uh, I think there are services out there that you can you can get like currently streaming. Uh, I mean, currently like screening uh, movies. I remember them talking about that a while ago, and, um, and they were going to char- like either charging like fifty or sixty dollars to do that. Uh, I don't. I don't think they've gotten anything that cheap yet. Uh, but I. I know you can get them for like, like three to five hundred dollars. So oh, really? like, yeah, like. I could see like if you've got like a projector and a screen and a nice yard or something, and you get everybody to chip in, you know, like five ten dollars, and you make it like a big barbecue backyard barbecue thing. I, I uh, could see. I could see that being a thing. Uh, this, this is more for like the super rich who want to watch it at home instead of being mobbed by their fans going to the theaters. No, I, I also get that too, but I'm just saying, like, honestly, if it, if it got down to the price where it was like a hundred bucks, yeah, yeah, I, I could see me doing that. You know, it's like, oh, this is a special weekend. I'm going to get a projector and put up a screen, and you know, everybody's going to come in and everybody's going to chip in five bucks, and I'll cover the rest, and we're going to have a big potluck, and we're going to watch this new movie. The night yeah. it comes out, drive-in theater style. Yeah, you know, I could, I could definitely see me doing something like that. Yeah, and then like getting slapped with some sort of fine for broadcasting it when you shouldn't have. Like, I, I'm not broadcasting it. It's in a, it's in a private location, <laughs> and just the same as somebody could peek in my window and watch a movie that I'm watching, they could do that in my backyard. Okay. I'm not putting it like, you know, block party style. Although apparently you can do that if you just get the right, um, the right, uh, uh, forms filed with your, with your city. Hmm. You can do stuff like that. You can do movies and things like that if it's a block party. Um, you ready to move on for a game? Yep. I'm up for your game. I'll play your game, you rogue. Um, but anyway, 2018... The biggest flops. Can you guess some of the biggest flops? We're gonna we're gonna do this, and this is gonna be very general. Okay. And then we'll get into a more of a specific game. Am I allowed to pull up a <laughs> list of like movies from 2018, or do I got to think mean, this you through? Wanna. You got to think it through. How about let's think it through? Because this isn't really the game. If you could just like just think of like the worst movies of last year. Gosh. And and if you can think of any of them, we'll just skip on to the next one. Like, just don't give this too much thought. The game, the game is coming up soon. This is a truly oh, the game. Okay. Um, let's see here. Because I've got the let's see, I've got the top five. What do you mean by flops? Like, are these ones that like? Uh, on... These are ones that cost the studios money. Okay. Like, so probably big money ones that didn't do well. Probably. Or, or are we talking about I... like? I don't know, like like this, uh, like the with this this breakthrough movie, like only doing eleven uh, million. Does that count as a flop? Like, like I don't know how I don't much know. I don't know how much it cost. Is okay. the thing like that's, all right? That's, so this that's is the a, breakdown. This is a cost to... Yeah, it's it's a cost to how much it actually made worldwide. Okay, um, twenty eighteen. I man, I can only think of good movies though. That's the thing. I, I know. This is why it's a little difficult of a game. 
If if you want to go ahead and move on, like yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Can you think of just like one that you thought was awful? One that I thought was awful from last year. What? A, oh, um, um, much uh, the 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 puppet movie. Um, puppet. Oh, okay. Uh, that apparently was not a big enough flop to make this list. Okay. Okay, let's go ahead and get into puppets this. are cheap okay. labor. They they are. <laughs> All right. Oh, and also, for everybody out there listening to this podcast, if you hear me occasionally cough or sniffle or something, I have the flu. I'm currently not fever-free, or I'm currently fever-free in this moment, but uh, but yeah, I've, I've been having a rough day. So this is this is the effort I am going through to make sure that you have content every two weeks, is yeah. that I am literally recording with the flu right now. show must go um, on. It must, it must. Um, okay, so we're going to go in uh, least flop to biggest flop. Okay. And at number five is Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Okay. Uh, worldwide, it made $173 million. How much did it cost? Oh, okay. Like, how much did it lose for its studio? Oh, so it. my guess is it probably cost like 250 and so it lost like 80 it, you're close. You're actually pretty close. It lost $65.8 million. Okay. Uh, at number four, Solo, a Star Wars story. Really? Yes. It made world... Now, this is, this is kind of surprising, because it actually didn't do bad worldwide. It's just, I think the marketing fucked them. Um, but anyway, it made $329.9 million worldwide. Okay. How much did it cost... It cost more than three hundred twenty-nine million. It did. Oh man, did they? And it's 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 this is bigger than the last one, right? So it, th- it this is, one's got to be like eighty. You're, you're close. You're you're very close. Seventy-six point nine million is how much it costs Disney to do solo a Star Wars story. Okay. So let's, all right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so apparently it nearly cost uh, it cost over four hundred million dollars for for them to start making a profit. That's which yeah. is I think just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. obviously, if you actually crunch the numbers, if your movie makes three hundred million dollars, it's there's no way you can actually count that as being a flop. So didn't they didn't they switch like showrunners on not showrunners but directors and things in the middle of that? They did. They also switched like release dates with yeah. something too, uh, so, some uh, other some Marvel thing. I think it might have been actually Endgame, not Endgame, uh, Infinity War. Huh. Um, they didn't want to compete with that. Yeah, but like, yeah. But anyway, know, it but... made three hundred twenty-nine million worldwide, which I think is substantial. And I think they just advertised, and their budget and everything was just blown out of proportions. Yeah. Um, at number three, Robin Hood. Oh. Yeah, it made $84.8 million oh. worldwide. How much did it cost the studio? I don't know, because it probably cost like like $20 million of that for like Jamie Foxx. And like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I never saw this, so I don't know if it was actually a bad movie or not. It, it was not terrible. All right, so this is it's it's slightly more than what it was before. Okay, so uh, how how much did you say they they made? 
it made eighty four point eight million dollars worldwide. Okay, I'm gonna guess it cost like like uh, two hundred million. So we're looking at like one hundred and sixteen. Okay, you see, you're you're going the wrong direction. This isn't that big of a flop. It cost the studio eighty three point seven million dollars. Oh, okay. So it it actually made uh, one million dollars more than what it cost. Okay. Essentially, uh, when you when you break it down like that. All right, at number two is what I think is the worst movie of that year, A Wrinkle in Time. Okay, yeah. It um, made $132 million worldwide. How much did it cost Disney? Like, how much did it cost to make? Is that what we were doing now? I'm uh, a little no, confused. How much, how much, did, it, how how much, much did, did, did it lose? Like, did it how lose? much? Yeah, okay. So, <coughs> yeah, the, the budget on that one was was higher. You said they made yeah. how much? Uh, one hundred thirty-two point six million worldwide. Uh, they probably lost like ninety-five. Ninety-five. Yeah, that's my guess. You're you're off. It lost a hundred and thirty point oh, six million dollars. I was gonna say that. I was gonna say it was like double. Probably yeah, lost double what they made, but I was like maybe yeah. not. Yeah, so it apparently all things told, if you count advertising, the cost of Oprah and everybody, it right. was uh two hundred and sixty million dollars. Alright, and at number one, Mortal Engines. Oh. The I, Peter Jackson film that he yeah. passed off to somebody else. Uh it, it made three hundred and seventy four million dollars worldwide. Really? $374 million. But they won't be making a sequel to this because it cost the studio how much? Oh, I'm going to say it cost like an even half a, no, like half a billion. At like $500 million. And so Okay, you're, yeah, you're, you're close, you're close. It cost the studio $174.8 million. Yeah. Is is how much the studio lost on that movie. So just shy of $200 million is I, how big... I, I can't believe big, that movie was that expensive. I, I'm telling you, it is ridiculous. Because, once again, the same thing as Star Wars. They could have uh, built, a, like, an actual, like, physical moving city. Yeah, you could make a mobile London for half a for billion dollars. Money. And it's one of those things where, obviously, the, the cost got so high and... Uh, like just the CGI and effects and everything. Uh, I, I mean, I I also wouldn't be surprised if some embezzlement went on with that kind of <laughs> right. loss. I mean, seriously, like it, it made a hundred or three hundred and seventy-four million dollars worldwide, which is not bad. I mean, it's not Marvel money, but it's not bad. And you end up, you know, having a nearly two hundred million dollar flop. And I mean, at some point, you just think like. Did we advertise the crap out of this? Did that advertisement actually help anything? Because I remember ads just playing like every 15 seconds on YouTube and all kinds of stuff. I don't don't see ads on like YouTube and things, so I have no idea what what is being advertised. Like it was advertising like crazy on things like that and like the pop-up video games kind of things and... And all that kind of stuff. Like it was just mortal engines, nothing but it, and... I mean, that had to cost at least $100 million to get all those ads out there. Maybe. And it's one of those things where I just think that's just bad budgeting. 
Yeah. And, I mean, at what point do you see that price tag at the end there? And you're like, oh, this is going to make us money. Because it's just impossible. Unless it makes a billion dollars, it's not ever going to make you any money. But anyway, Gino, you did surprisingly well on that. I think I'd have to give you at least a B on that. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It, it seems like you give me the number that, that they make. I can I can guess how much the money, the 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 cost of the movie was, and then I just yeah, you did, subtract. You did really well. <laughs> I was I was I was surprised that you were able to guess one of these as being a flop. I thought like a Requel in Time or uh, Robin Hood or something. You were going to guess as being a flop. I I could not think of any movies. That's that's fair. That's fair. But anyway, so that was that was 2018's biggest flops uh, in the box office, and I mean, I, I don't know. I think like if if you want to start doing that, then start financing a bunch of independent horror films. You know, like throw them a million dollars, and they'll bring home you know a good five million dollars, and you'll nickel and dime yourself. But you know, or you can make another Mortal Engines. I mean, right. It's it's kind of ridiculous, but anyway. So that was that was our game for this this episode, episode thirty three, Media Monday show. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our new releases. All right. So uh, there's not a whole lot over the next couple weeks. Uh, Netflix has a few things uh, coming out like this first Friday on the what is that the twenty sixth. Um, we've got uh, Chambers, which is uh, it's it's a horror series about girl who got a, a heart transplant and is now like seeing all this weird shit that the 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 previous heart owner saw yeah there's always tales about that yeah. like you know guy dies in a motorcycle crash gets a heart transplant uh that guy then you know marries his wife gets a motorcycle dies in the crash right yeah yeah uh it looks really creepy though like yeah. super creepy. Like like the people who whose kid died and they like they do like weird like I don't know like I don't know it might be like voodoo or something because it looks like they're doing weird ritual kind of like I don't know like bloodletting kind of I don't know gross. So that's not my type of show. But yeah, uh, there was a movie that came out like. I think in the nineties or something, and it's about a girl who got like eye transplant, mm-hmm. and then saw like z- the same... she was seeing like the horrors that the person was going through, or something like that, or like their dying moments, no, or no, like the guy was a murderer, and he would, and she was seeing like the oh, that's the right, deaths of all of his victims. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that that I'm surprised that's not actually gotten a remake, right? But anyway, so continuing on. All right. Uh, then there's uh, the show Flinch. It's a game show. I'm interested in the fact that uh, that Netflix is coming out with game shows now. They are. They're actually investing a lot of money in this. And uh, this show, and I'm watching this show, and it's 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 all about like like a group of people trying to to uh, survive through like these. Um, like shocking things without flinching. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a middle school game. Like they, they got a bunch of middle schoolers. Well, together. I was watching it's like... it. It's kind of it's kind of disturbing. Like it's it's almost like like a Black Mirror episode. Where yeah, 
<laughs> or they're like they're like dropping mice on people's heads, and they're like I don't know, like sh- coming up behind people and hitting them with symbols, and like I don't know, like it's 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 kind of creepy. In my yeah, opinion. yeah. I'm but, actually surprised that Japanese game shows haven't made a bigger market into you know, like through Netflix or something. Yeah, because that's what this kind of sounds like to me. I was actually watching something on YouTube last night, and it was all it was was these kids who had to climb like this sliding wall, and they had to answer like trivia things and everything. I didn't understand a word of it, but it was a very entertaining thing. It kept me, you know, entertained for thirty minutes. <laughs> and it's like I, I would see this either dubbed or in English. You know, uh huh. There, there is the like is, a new game show uh, where they like strap somebody into like some sort of gyroscope or something and spin them around. Yeah, it's, it's right low. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, uh, a mental samurai or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's got it's uh, hosted by Rob Lowe. Sarah and I watched like the first contestant, uh-huh. and it's like okay, this this is pretty bad, but. <laughs> I was I was expecting it like to like I was expecting them to be in motion the entire time, but they're okay. not. They're like stationary and they spin them around dur- like during the transition between it. And they've got like five minutes to answer like five questions or something like that. Oh, okay, and they are just stationary during the question, and if they get it wrong, they're just done. Oh. But I was expecting them like to be thrown all about while they're trying to answer the question. That way, it's you know throwing off their yeah their their mental stability but that's not what it is and i don't know i was expecting i guess just a little bit more yeah Uh, but anyway like netflix has this interesting position where they're able to test the market like they're able to buy like cheap game shows yeah yeah throw them up there and like oh wow a few million people watch this then we can actually invest in some new stuff and it's a really interesting model they're able to do because they're able to get these shows for like pennies and test the waters with them yeah like um i don't know it's an interesting model that netflix has in the first place because like it's all about retention really because i mean they're adding new subscribers here and there but but like in the states alone it's almost a saturation like everyone who Who's gonna have Netflix? Has got Netflix, and and all you can really do is jack up the prices to make more money. Or, or yeah. I suppose you could really, really uh, um, lock down, make sure that people aren't sharing their passwords. I guess you can do that that's as well. Thing too, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you start actually making it so that you can only have one person on the account at a time, um, and actually be able to like ping their IPs and everything and yeah. figure that out. Because I'm sure there's somebody out there that has, you know, like eight or nine people using their account left and right. Right. Uh, but apparently Netflix in countries that have high pirating, like in Russia, you can get a Netflix subscription for like a buck or something. Okay. And it's because the the standard over there is just to go ahead and pirate things. Yeah. And so why pay for a subscription when I can just pay for my internet and just download all this stuff? Right. And so Netflix is super cheap in locations like that. Hmm. And so it's places like in the United States where we make up that difference for them. Like the United States, the UK, specifically I think Germany or something, um, and like a few other countries, like they are the biggest markets for Netflix right now. Yeah. There's also China pirates things like crazy too. 
think actually like Brazil, because they've got a lot of Brazilian shows. They do. Uh, they've actually like uh, Central and South America. They've had a lot of. They've added a lot of content over the past two or three years that have been specific. Actually, if you watch, um, yeah, if you actually watch Ultimate Beastmaster or something like that, it's like uh, it's like Ninja Warrior, but it's the Netflix mm-hmm. version. Yeah. They actually have hosts from a bunch of different countries, and those countries are the United States, Brazil, India, South Korea, Italy, France, and Mexico, I think. Oh, there's definitely a so Germany. Be- there's yeah, in Germany. Yeah, in Germany. And I and bet Mexico you those are the and, yeah. those are but, the yeah. biggest markets. Yeah, I, I, bet- I would I, I bet you those are the biggest markets right there. Yeah, probably. For each of them to have their own host and everything, because obviously it's presented in each one of those countries from that point of view too. Yeah, and dubbed and everything and all that. So I bet you those are the top producing countries. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, game shows. Hopefully there'll be more game shows and they'll be good. I like game I, shows. I'm fine with that. I like game shows too. It's a good thing that, like, especially I can sit and watch them with the kids for the most part. I uh, I just signed up for Philo mostly for the Game Show Network. Um, yeah, uh, and Philo's like sixteen bucks a month, uh, so it's yeah, the same which cost isn't too as, bad as uh, as Netflix, and it gets me like all the like the uh, the fluffy channels like HGTV and TLC and Food Network and Game Show yeah, Network all that, and all that filler stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's that's what I like live TV for is just to put something on. And have it in the background, basically, while I'm doing other things. Yeah, and I kind of miss that, too. Like, just turning something on and being surprised that it's on, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Back to Netflix releases. Uh, there's uh, Tuca and Birdie uh, from the okay. same people who did uh, BoJack Horseman. Uh, so okay. it's animated. Uh, it's a toucan and a bird. Uh, and they're uh, independent women who don't need no man. Okay, and good. Um, I don't know. Uh, it looks, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's, it's for the same market as Bojack Horseman, who's, which isn't me. Are they all like humanized? Yes. Like birds? Okay. So it's like the same concept. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I just never could get into Bojack Horseman. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's obviously gone on for a long time. I'm, I just, I watched a few episodes and. I just, it's its not for me. I just couldn't get into it. And then uh, they've got another series called uh, Dead to Me. Um, it stars uh, Christina Applegate and uh, Linda Carnalini. Okay. And uh, both of them, like, their, their husbands have died, and they meet at, like, a, a support meeting. And um, it looks like... Uh, like Linda Cardellini's all like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you if you need help, and and she's like the only one who, uh, is supportive instead of, um, instead of like sympathetic. Okay. And so like, I don't know. She like asks her to move into her guest house or something. I don't, I don't know. And then like weird shit with the police happens. So, um, I don't know. It looks interesting. It's kind of like a drama. Comedy drama, okay. maybe. I like Christine Applegate. I think she's really good. Yeah. Um, I really think I've really I've been saying this for years now, but I'm going to say it on this. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before. 
I think she needs to do a remake of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Mm-hmm. But she plays the babysitter, but also the babysitter becomes a zombie. <laughs> so it's one of those things where they kill the babysitter, but she comes back as a zombie, and she continues to watch after them. Okay. And the angst that happens, the angst that happens there. It's it's like Adventures in Babysitting, and Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, but starring Christina Applegate. So, so I pitched <laughs> that. It's out there. If you make a movie of that, you owe me at least a few dollars. Okay. I'll, uh, if you want, if you're interested, uh, send us an email. Yeah, send uh, us an email at mediamondayshow at gmail.com. Yep. Okay. Uh, and that's really it for Netflix for the next couple weeks. Uh, I didn't really see anything on Amazon. Uh, Hulu has, um, another Into the Dark episode. Uh, this one's for Mother's Day. Uh, It's called All That We Destroy, and it's about, like, a mother whose son is, like, a psychopath and is, like, going to murder people, and, like, to keep him from murdering people, she uh, clones, does a bunch of clones, and then lets him murder the clones. Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's hoary, so it's, it's not my type of thing, but... Um, yeah, like none of these have like struck me as like, oh, that's a really cool concept. I need to yeah. watch that. I mean, in general, I think it's a cool concept of like coming out with holiday themed things. But yeah. I just, I'm, I'm not into, I'm not big into horror. Yeah. Um, as far as some notable things that are coming back for season two, uh, Cobra Kai season two comes out this week. Okay, so it's available on. YouTube, YouTube Prime, or... Yeah, that's it. They keep changing their name. Yep. It's hard for me to keep track. <laughs> um, but I've heard good things about Cobra Kai Season 2. I'm excited for it. Okay, good. And then, uh, did you did you watch the first season? Of Cobra Kai? Of no, Cobra I didn't Kai. catch any of that. No? no? Oh, you should. It's good. I'll, I'll have to check that out. And then, um, I'm sure your your wife and kids and... And, and my wife are all excited for She-Ra, season yeah, two. Yeah, the first season of that was actually genuinely good. Uh, I watched it with the kids. The kids really loved it. Um, Sarah caught like an episode or two. She's kind of weirded out by it. Okay. Uh, not really, but it's just it's just different from what she recalls, and she's never been big into animation or anything. Uh, but it it in general is a good show. I think that you know. It's it's up there with like Dragon Prince and the yeah. other Netflix animated shows. Yeah, I, I, I watched San like Diego, a, good, all a good that. chunk of it, and it's it's it decent. Yeah, it's it's well done. My kids really enjoyed it. I, I will let them; they'll be glad to hear season two's coming. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's really it as far as like the TV style new releases are. Um, Streaming movies, we've got uh, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, uh, which is Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy. Yeah, which is an interesting idea. Yeah, I guess. I like Zac Efron. I think that he's a really good actor and everything. Uh-huh. I feel like there's a button that statement. (laughs) This is one of those roles where I never would have expected them. Yeah. Like, this... I, I mean, he's not like... 
He's not like going for an Oscar, but uh, this is more of a stepping stone, I guess, towards more serious roles. Yeah, it's it's him putting himself out there and saying like, "Hey, don't typecast me as this handsome model type dude." Yeah. I did, you know, I did. Uh, oh, what was it? Baywatch. Mm-hmm. And I've done the Stoner comedies. You know, this is a chance. To give me something a little bit more meatier. Right. Yep. And so Ted Bundy's one of those roles where you could definitely get in there. Yep. Uh, and then uh, the following week, there's the movie. Uh, actually, these are both coming out on the third. Uh, there's also uh, the Last Summer, um, which is a like a romantic comedy kind of. It's not a romantic comedy as much as it's a. It's just a comedy, I guess. Uh, it's like, I mean, there's there's it's not. Not your traditional romantic comedy where there's like a guy and a girl meeting. A, it's like a a couple of friends, um, and the 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 summer after high school, and like their their interactions between each other romantically is uh, well as well as like just being, sure, yeah. So it's it's a comedy with some romantic hints. Uh, it looks like sure. it's, it's a Netflix movie, uh, so it's not. It's not. Yeah, know. no, it's not top tier. Yeah, but uh, they, they, they've only had like four or five, I think, films that have actually been anywhere close to like. Oh, why didn't they just do a theatrical run of this? Right, and um, and I don't think there, there's not been any sort of like romantic comedy or comedy sort of movies that they do that that in the states at least have had. Um, yeah, they, all of their comedy things have kind of missed the mark for me. I don't know. Like, I I like them enough, but they're not they're not the best movies. Uh, let's see here, and then we've got theater movies. Uh, we've talked about Endgame on and on coming out yeah. this week, um, which is the, the only one you have to worry about. Yep. Anything else coming out this week is really just stuff that they're shoveling out there. It might have well been like a January release. Yeah, and then uh, the following week we've got a uh, long shot. Um, you familiar with this movie? I'm actually not. No. Uh, it's got um, uh, Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Oh yeah, yeah. She's trying to become the president, and he's a writer. Yeah. And she babysitted for him and everything. And mm-hmm. I actually yeah, have it... uh, pre-release screening tickets for that on Wednesday. I'm thinking about going to. Yeah, it doesn't look like a bad comedy. Like it's it's uh it looks like a fun rom-com, like a stoner comedy. Yeah, mixed in there. I like Shirley Theron. I think that she is a very talented actress. Mm-hmm. Um I think she could pull off a lot of roles and a lot of different types. Um Seth Rogen, he's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um I don't know. I like him a lot, but yeah, he does a lot of different things that like he's never actually had like he's never i've never found his like type in the sense of except he does the weird stoner comedies yeah um so i i just i don't know like uh he's a bit all over the place and everything i think that he is he can be a talented actor but i don't think he ever wants to put that effort in uh but i think that long shot will be at least a fun movie yeah, and then also that week there's uh, Ugly Dolls. 
Yeah. Um, I think I think that'll do pretty well as far as like kids go. I think it'll be all right. I think the investment still will be in game. I wouldn't be surprised if they broke it up into a weekend the next week as well. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be too surprised. Uh, that I think will be also the big bet on Fantasy Movie League. Um, as for Ugly Dolls, I just I don't know. I've not seen a single trailer that's been like, oh, that looks like a lot of fun. I should take my kids to see that. Okay. Like I'm I'm interested in it. Not enough to see it in the theaters, but. I, I, I yeah. think I think Becca will want to watch it, and we'll watch it together once once the copy's available. Like it's yeah, it's it's one of those things that I'll probably like I'll check it out like when it becomes streaming or something along those lines. Yeah. I think the kids will probably enjoy it, but it's not one of those things where it's like oh they need to see this. We have to go. We have to spend you know sixty bucks and go see it. Right? This. Yeah. No. Definitely not. Yeah. It's it's just it's not worth that at all. Okay, so um, that kind of wraps up the the new releases. Uh, do we want to move on to what we're watching? Sure. Let's see here. We both watched uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Are you caught up on that, uh, or where are you at? We are we are current. Yeah, we are current. Nice. Um, officially caught up. What was the last episode? The 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 the, the casecation. Yeah, it was casecation. It was the. The one involving, like, Ruth or whatever her name was. Yeah. I, I didn't necessarily like that episode. Yeah, it it, it was a it was a bottle episode. It very much was. <laughs> it very much was. Um, like, I think Holt was the best part of that, like him being the moderator. Yep. Uh, that was the best part of that entire episode. Uh, it was a little too heavy. They've had a couple episodes that have been too heavy. The, also, the episode, I think, that was right before that, where it was talking about, it might not have been right before, but it was about uh, a woman that was sexually harassed. Yeah. Why were homicide detectives on that? Yeah, that's a good good question. Like, why was homicides in a special victims thing? Like, they, they should, uh, this is New York, they should have literally at the 9-9 detectives that are specifically trained for that kind of crime. Like maybe I, I, I maybe they're Hitchcock like, and Scully and like <laughs> that that would be funny, but uh, yeah, that that would be really funny. Um, I, I think it was also funny how they gave uh, they gave Scully no Hitchcock the, the week off <laughs> at the very beginning of the episode because like this is going to be a serious episode. You're just gonna we're going to go ahead and remove your character. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just the entire time it's like one. Why is Santiago being a detective instead of a staff sergeant? Right. And two, why are homicide detectives? It's like nobody was like, I I thought somebody was going to die at some point. Like they were going to find a murder. Yeah. But it it was really just an episode of like, you know, just hashtag me too. And Terry Crews and everything. He's been very vocal about, you know, sexual harassment and all that kind of stuff. Because he was he was uh, molested and everything during his career. Okay. And so that you know, it's it's obviously them trying to do like a PBS kind of or not PBS, uh, uh, a, a, just a special episode where you know right. it's like we're going to cover big topics and everything. I just it didn't work for me at all episode wise. Like, because quite frankly, they have tons of episodes where gruesome murders happen, and they still make a joke out of it, right? 
and I just I just don't necessarily understand so you think, what point this served. You think that's NBC? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's it's them making an announcement for that. It's either that or it's the the casting crew and everything, and the writers were all like, "Let's do this." Okay. NBC's going to let us do this. Fox wouldn't let us do this. Right. You know, like we wanted to have a few serious episodes and we weren't allowed to do that. And so I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is just what, you know, they're allowed to get away with now. Um, uh, let's see here. AP bio. We're all, we're also current on that. Yep. So am I, uh, I, I didn't like the last episode as much, but there's been at least a couple more episodes that have kept us in the loop. Okay. Um, it's 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 slowly starting to walk back towards where it was last season, but still, season two has been just so pale in comparison to the first season. Okay, like like if you would have asked me, you know, a few months ago before the second season started, I would be like, "Oh, AP Bio is great. You have to watch it." And now it's just like, ah, uh, I mean, the first season's fine. Like I I don't know if I'd try to sell it to anybody. I actually had a conversation with somebody earlier about it today, and uh, um, I don't know. We were talking about how how good it is and how we we all like it, but uh, I can understand if it's missing the mark for you. Season two, it's just season two. It's been most of season two. It just they have dialed up the absurdity with a bunch of the characters. I don't necessarily like the the way that they're not going about like the whole revenge thing. What? Uh, the, the toe. That was all revenge. It's, no, it's just, like, I don't know. It, it seems to have lost focus now that they're not going after specifically Miles. Okay. It's just, it's just all over the place. And, I don't know, they like, keep every finding episode, specific people to, to, to get revenge do, they on each episode. They haven't existed the entire season before. Right, that's true. Like, that neighbor that he's had this entire time that was played by Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. I mean, where the fuck was he all last season? You know? It's just, it's just a bunch of things like that where it just... It just I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just not as good. It's not as good. Uh, let's see. Uh, I started watching... Because you told me One Punch Man was available on Hulu. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I should just go ahead and watch the series from the beginning. And when I finally got caught up, it was already like episode 20 or something. And they don't have the first few episodes available. So I've not seen any of like the, the second season. What? They, they should have the first episode. At least I watched half of the first episode on Hulu. Not on Hulu. Uh, not for season two. There, there are quite a few episodes in and they've already moved it on. Really? Yep. Oh, that sucks. So it's it's not currently available. Like, the, the second season in its entirety is not available on Hulu. It's just, I think, the last four episodes or something. Okay. Yeah. That's, and so... I only watched, like, so half yeah. of the first episode, so so I, I'd be in that same boat. Yep. Uh, but anyway, One Punch Man is excellent. It's an excellent anime. The dubbed version is really good. Um, highly recommend that. The entire first season is available on Hulu. So, you know, check that out. Um, let's see. Uh, you watch Game of Thrones? Uh, yes. Okay, so you went against your instincts and you decided to go and watch it? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm hate watching it now. 
Okay, I got that. <laughs> uh, I feel as though the thing is, like, if you compare it to like Lost, this last episode, the the, the first episode of season eight, uh, it tied together so many like loose lines and uh, sealed in like a bunch of different conversations and everything that Lost never did. Like, there was more plot development in this one episode than there has been. I guess, but nothing nothing happened. It's it's setting it up. It's just it's just setting it up. I'm I'm still I'm still in it to till the end. Okay. Um, although, as a funny thing, uh, after that episode, uh, there was a thing that came out in my little news feed, and its its title was "Is Ant Incest Really That Bad?" Oh. <laughs> I, just, I was just like, "Yes, yes, it is. It is. It's still it's still icky. It's still an icky no no." Yeah. That's funny. I um, it, it is. It is. I don't know. Like I was, I'm. I, I am frustrated with the fact that I have to spend part of my Sunday evening watching this show. I have to watch it. Uh, Becca's going to make me watch it. So, eh, you just watch it. But anyway, there are uh, there is Vegas odds on who will rule Westeros. Okay. Um. Do you want to guess who the shortest odds are? Uh, Jon Snow. Jon Snow, yeah. Jon Snow is at uh, plus two twenty-five, or yeah, two twenty-five, with Daenerys Targaryen at plus five fifty. Uh, there's also Bran Stark, uh, Sansa Stark, and then you get up to the ridiculous ones that are like, uh, uh, like Bronn. He's at plus ten thousand. <laughs> uh, Euron Greyjoy. He's at plus two thousand, ten thousand. Uh, let's see, Jamie Lannister four thousand. Uh, John and Daenerys' baby, which I actually think is is, is a fair guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but their baby, uh, even though they've not announced that they even are having a baby, but quite frankly, they're having a baby. It's right. going to be another mad. It's going to be another Mad King. You just know it. Uh, but anyway, they're at uh, plus two thousand five hundred. Uh, let's see, uh, Peter Baelish is actually at plus 125 or 1250. What? So, yeah, he's he's actually got better odds than John and uh Daenerys baby. Cuz he could come back. He could he could end up sitting on it's it's at the very end of the season. It's whoever's sitting on that throne. And if the 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 Night King wins but dies, okay. I could see him sitting on the throne. Well, what kind of odds does the Night King have? Uh, the Night King is is actually worse than Peter Baelish at really? one thousand five hundred. Huh? He's equal to Tyrion Lannister. Okay, I'd be okay uh, with either of those guys too. Cersei is at uh, two thousand five hundred, so equal with uh, the uh, the the Targaryen baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arya Stark is two thousand. Samuel Tarly is two thousand. Okay. Uh, let's see. And, oh, Brienne of Tarth, she's at plus 10,000 as well. Was she in this episode at all? She was not in the last episode, no. Okay. I don't even remember where she's at. Uh, she's somewhere near Sansa. She's there. Okay. Uh, 
I, like now that Jamie has showed up, I bet you she'll pop in. Yeah, probably. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So anyway, we watched uh, we watched Game of Thrones. We enjoyed it. We thought it was a good episode. Uh, yeah. We're not current, but we have been watching American Gods. Uh, okay. We're like two or three episodes in. I watched like the first ten minutes of the the first episode of season two, and first got a little confused, and then I got busy doing other things. And uh, I was really confused too. I really thought I'd missed an episode. Yeah, I, I kind of I can see why you would think that, and uh, yeah, but no, I kind of remember weird shit happening in like the last episode. I mean, I remember the the Easter stuff, and then that's it. No, there was the, they, they got, um, uh, like, captured by Mr. World, and then Dead Wife saved them, pretty sure. I don't think so. Let's see. I don't. I don't really recall that, but then again, I very well could have missed an episode then. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so it seems like we missed an episode. So that, that makes the confusion a little bit better. It. So, yeah, it was the Easter episode. It was the last episode. But. Okay, so yeah. Like, I remember the episode ending with him, like, hitting bunnies. Trying to see if I can get a... A quick run-through of the episode. Uh, On the eve of war, Mr. Wednesday attempts to recruit the old god Ostra, but needs Mr. Nancy's help in making a good impression and winning her over... Um, oh, yeah, I guess they all, they all showed up at Easter together, and then they all yeah, left together. Yeah, that's, that's the last that I remember, yeah. But, where's the bit where Mr. World gets hurt? That's the bit that was yeah. confusing me. I mean, I remember him being there at the very end. Like, I remember him showing up with his other, uh, his other lackeys, and I remember, like, like, them all falling down at the very end, but I don't, I thought it was just a projection of him as opposed to actually him. Uh, I don't know. I don't, so, I really don't remember. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just lost. I'm just okay. lost. Uh, but anyway, uh, I also finished Umbrella Academy. Okay. Uh, are you done with that? Yes, I I was less enthused about it, so I let Becca watch some of it while I napped. So I've missed okay. like half an episode here and half an episode there. Yeah. But I've seen the end. <laughs> um in general, I thought that the uh the series was a lot better than the was a lot better than the comic books. That's good. Yeah. Um but it's it, the the comic books were written by the um uh, Gerald Way, I think, is what his name was. Okay, uh, he's the lead singer yeah, of from, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's an interesting, it's a good concept, uh, but the comic books are, the pacing is just off in them. And so this does a lot better with the pacing and everything. And not to mention, like, um, what's his face? The seance. Um, his character is like a million times better. I can't remember what his actual character name is. He's, he's the one that can see dead people. Uh, Klaus. Klaus, that's it, Klaus. Because they don't call them by their code names as much. Because mm-hmm. in the comic books, uh, it's Space Boy is number one, Luther. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. Number two is the Kraken, maybe, which is the, the guy that throws all the daggers. Oh, okay. Uh, there's the Rumor, which is the, the woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is the seance, which is Klaus. There's, um, the, the horror, which is the dead brother that shows up. Um, and then there is, who's the other one? That's, that's five, right? Maybe. I'm missing somebody. Um... Uh, I can't think. Anyway, uh, oh, and there's number five, which he's only ever called number five. He's called number five. He doesn't have actually a code name because he was never around long enough. Because he's like five years old. Yeah, okay. Like, he disappears when he's five and goes on his journey through time. Uh, but anyway, the the television series does a much better job. I don't know where they're taking like season two. Uh, I think it's going completely off book. Uh, but anyway, I, I think it's good. I think it's really good. It's really well done. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of laughs. Um, they also made them a lot weaker than what they were like in the comic book counterparts. Their comic book counterparts are a lot more like powerful. Um. And there's also a lot more like stuff happening in the world. There's like always like villains showing up that need to be fought and always kidnapped and like there's always things like d- trying to destroy the world. Like okay. that's like a weekly thing every time in the, the comic book universe. Okay. And it seems to be just very minor stuff in the the television series, but I think they did a really good job with the pacing and the concept and everything. Okay. Uh, what else you been watching television wise? Uh, I watched a few more episodes of Love, Death, and Robots. Um, yeah. There's an episode that is pretty much StarCraft, and it is awesome. Okay, um, good to know. It is uh, like guys running around in mechs shooting things that look like Zergs. Okay, fun stuff. Uh, like protecting a farm. The The name of the episode is Suits. Suits. Nice. Um. Let's see. I, watched... I can also go ahead. I've I've only seen the very first episode of this, but I could see any one of these concepts getting stretched out into a longer thing. Yeah. Like I I could see like if if Netflix finds out that one episode is watched more than any others, I could really see them just building on that universe and like making an entire series mm-hmm. based on that. Yeah. Like like Black Mirror style. Yeah. Um I watched the first episode of uh, Afterlife. The Ricky Gervais show. Okay, yeah. And, I, yeah, it's probably I not your really show. I don't really like. I don't like Ricky Gervais is a little too aggressive of an atheist. He's a militant atheist, 
and he just he just comes off as being like really like he's Bill Maher level of just being aggressive and opinionated and okay like in general I I just don't enjoy Ricky Gervais as a stand up person like I don't like Ricky Gervais the person okay like the the show is interesting like his wife dies and he basically just doesn't care enough to about anything and he's basically like well if he's basically like well if it gets too bad I'll just kill myself is basically and so he like he doesn't care about what he says to people and what he does and and he works for like his his brother-in-law or something so like he shows up for work and then doesn't do anything and I don't know like the only thing he really does is tries to take care of his dog um, yeah, I don't know. It's it was interesting, I guess, but I haven't watched it anymore, so it wasn't that interesting. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's see here. I finished My Hero Academia. I still haven't watched the okay. movie, uh, but I, I finished it, season three. I, I I don't think you actually need to see the movie. Is the thing like the only thing that I think he gets is he gets like this arm brace thing. Okay. Like, if it was, like, D&D or something, this is a side mission where you get one thing of loot. Okay. Like, it's 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 nothing... It's it's maybe a little bit of backstory on... Um, on All Might? All Might, but not really. Like, it's... It's kind of like how All Might got his costume. Okay. And how important is that to you to story, you know? Okay. Uh, but, yeah. The, I've, I've but, not seen the third season. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, did, how did you watch that? Was it via Hulu? Uh, I don't know. I I I procured it. Okay, but I think enough. it's on Hulu. Uh, no, it's 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 the same thing as One Punch. It's Was it's it? much farther into the season. Okay. Um. Then yeah. Uh, I have Funimation. It might be on Funimation. Okay. Cool. I think it's on Funimation, actually. Um, but you you watched it subtitled? I watched it dubbed. Okay. I didn't know dubbed was available. Uh, yeah, uh, Funimation does simuldub on it. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Um, which has me excited for, like, the, the new season supposed to come out in, like, October. Cool. And I will probably be subbing to Funimation to... To watch that, okay, I'll have to I'll have to find a way to catch up and everything because I do like it. Um, like I said, it's not something that I was expecting to do, but it's not bad, you know. Yeah. Um. In the the same lines as that, uh, from the same uh, like production company as My Hero Academia, uh, you know, like the 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 people that draw it. Yeah. Um, they do. I watch more of the the Bungo Stray Dogs. Okay. And uh, it's it's actually pretty good. Uh, okay. Like four or five episodes in, and like the like it starts off with like the main character is like uh, kicked out of an orphanage, and um, and he uh runs into people who are trying to. Um, hunting down a tiger in the city. 
Okay. And um, it turns out the the, the main character is a were tiger. And so, like the one of the characters, his like special powers is he can neutralize everyone else's special powers by touching them. Okay. And so, like he he captures the he, he stops the kid from being a were tiger. Um, and then the kids all like, "What am I gonna do?" And uh, they're all like, "Well, you can join us." And so, like, it's uh, the next episode. They like give him a uh, some sort of secret test to. Um, to convince him to join them. And then from there, it's, uh, like, the the agency does, like, mission kind of things to, like, cases they solve. And okay. it goes from there. It becomes a procedural. Sort of. There, there's, like, an overarching villain kind of thing. But, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. What else have I watched? Uh, Bob's Burgers. Yeah, has it gotten any good at all? Uh, the last episode was pretty good. Um, he <laughs> like the whole the whole episode. He's like talking about how um, regular French fries are better than sweet potato fries. Agreed. Yep. So you can get behind that, and uh, and uh, like the he's he runs into this guy that used to be. A DJ at a radio station and they he goes with him down to the radio station to tell him he should get his job back and then they uh, he and the the kids um, they all get locked into the the the, uh, the booth and they, like take over the radio station okay yeah it's, it's a decent episode yeah I, I can see that becoming a bit better of an episode um, let's see here. I also watched the first episode of the new Twilight Zone series. Okay. That's the one with Camille Nanjiani? Yeah. Uh, I like him. It's, it was pretty good. Um, uh, I don't know. Like, it's, it's Twilight zone so it's a little weird. Um. Yeah. But, but it was pretty good. Uh, I think they're, they, they're, they've put, they've thrown their hat in to be up for, like, a drama Emmy or something like that. Really? Yeah. I saw a headline towards that. I didn't click on it or anything, but but yeah. So that's you know that's something Twilight Zone's trying to do. Uh, like I, I want to watch like the second episode. It has uh, Adam Scott, the guy. Oh yeah, from, uh, from Elon. Uh, from Parks and Rec and uh, good yeah, place. In good place. Um, but, uh, it's what is it? Terror at thirty thousand feet. Is that what the episode is called? Uh, the one that apparently there was a movie based on it in like the eighties. Oh, the Twilight Zone movie. Yeah. Okay, and that was based off of a nineteen sixties uh, one with Will Shatner. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this it's, is, this it's is... about uh, there's there's a gremlin there's a gremlin on the wing. Yeah, that's right. It seems to be every time they reboot Twilight Zone, they seem to redo that. So. So that's yeah. That's fair. Um, I don't know. They so keep I they just... keep doing it and they keep doing it in different ways. So okay, you know, if it's going to be different, things... then then maybe you, maybe I'll watch. Yeah, you could because it's John Lithgow from the eighties and from the sixties or seventies. It was William Shatner. Okay. Um, but yeah, the John Lithgow one and the William Shatner one were, were grossly different. So 
Okay. Like it's same general concept, but they they keep changing like the ending quite a bit. Okay. And then, so you might want to check that out. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll watch more of that. And then uh, I watched some uh, stand-up comedy on Netflix. Uh, they have a show called The Stand-Ups. And it's it's a half-hour sets. Uh, season two of that just came out. Um, yeah. And I watched uh, like Nikki Glacier from the, the first season of that is what I watched. Uh, she's pretty funny. Okay. She does this whole bit about you're getting eaten out by a dog, but okay. But so that's fun. It's not, it's not kid appropriate at all, but yeah. So uh, how are Gizmo and Mia? Ah, uh, that's yeah. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, uh, any other shows? Let's see here. No, I think that's, that's it. Oh, single I parents. Shazam. Okay. Is it still good? Yes. Single parents is still good. I, I, I really like the show con- a lot. Yeah, you've been consistently recommending that. Yeah, it's uh, it's what I want parent and kid interactions to be. Okay, and I don't know how enough. much they actually are because I don't have probably, kids. I, I I could check out a couple episodes and I could tell you probably. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I saw Shazam. That's like the last movie that I saw. Okay, and it was good. I'm glad that Marvel or the DC is officially not going is not taking itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did that kind of a little bit with Aquaman and with Shazam, they kind of went whole hog. Um, in general, it was good. I thought they kind of, uh, they, they kind of jumped the shark a little bit. Did you see Shazam? Yeah. Okay. I felt towards the end there, they, they really jumped the shark and I don't know where they're going to quite go with all that. Um, with the whole yeah, the, the, family being. Yeah. 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 Like the whole family ending and everything, um, I thought that I mean that's something that's it's pretty prevalent in the comic books. But uh, I was kind of surprised they went ahead and just did that with the first movie. Right. I think it was kind of I saw this one thing and it was like uh, the guy that plays the wizard Shazam, mm-hmm. uh, and he was also in Captain Marvel. Okay. And it, he was all like, you know, the actor was all like, "I'm going to get me some of that Marvel money." <laughs> And it's funny because if you're a nerd like me, you know that Shazam originally was called Captain Marvel. Right. And so it's it's funny because he was in both movies called Captain Marvel. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But it's just funny how that actor is kind of getting around. Um, but I thought Shazam was fun. I thought it was a lot uh, – there was a lot of laugh-out-loud moments um, in general. It was good. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, I, I saw Shazam the night they were releasing Hellboy, and the parking lot for the theater was basically empty, and I was like, oh, no, this is not good for Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. I've not been doing well with Fantasy Movie League since the last show in which I won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which will be your first and last, you know? Probably. Yeah. Uh, let's see. As far as movies go, I watched, uh, that Netflix movie, uh, Perfect Date. And yeah? Well, is that any good? It's a good romantic comedy kind of thing. Um, it's decent. It's a Netflix movie, so. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, just as two other things real quick. Uh, Sarah and I sat down, we watched a couple older movies. We watched Chicago, which is still good. It's, it's aged really well. Uh, uh-huh. If you want an introduction to musicals, I think that's a pretty good one. 
Um, and we also watched When Harry Met Sally, which surprisingly aged, has aged really well. Okay. Like, the styles and the fashions have... Um, come back? <laughs> well, in, in a way, they have come back. They're very dated, like, especially Meg Ryan's character. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they're, they're very dated. Uh, Carrie Fisher's really good in it. But the thing, the, the interesting thing is, is, like, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan, their characters, they're like, they start off, like, in their 20s. And they're all very much, like, established in their careers and everything. And both Sarah and I agree that, like, nowadays, if you were to cast the same thing, you'd have to make the actors, like, in their 30s. Right. Like, the characters in their 30s to be as established as they were. Like, you know, fully much involved in their careers. You know, have their houses or their apartments or, you know, this and that. Been married, been divorced. Right. Like, you'd have to make them at least a decade older for that to be a believable story arc. Yeah. Um, but in general, it's it's aged incredibly well. Uh, it's not as bad as I was expecting. I thought it was going to be a lot more sexist and racist and, you know, all the other ists that you got from, like, the 80s. Right, yeah. Uh, but it's – Rob Reiner, has, he, he did a surprisingly good thing. And not to mention, like, there's so many big scenes in that that are just timeless. Like, they are constantly quoted, you know, I'll have what she's having. Uh I don't know, just things along those lines. Like it's just fantastic, and there's there's some scenes that are shot, and it's just like it's just it's just really well done. So you know, if if you're out there and you're wanting a good classic movie, When Harry Met Sally is excellent. Yeah. All right. Um. Does that wrap things up? Yeah, that's that's all I've got to talk about. All right, we're we're coming into tight ninety. Tight ninety, woo! All right, so, um, yeah, you can uh, find us wherever you find your podcast normally. Uh, you can yeah. email us at um, MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, Media Monday Show. So you made an Easter post? I did, yeah. I'm going to try and do that for all the holidays. Okay. Uh, don't know how much traction it's ever going to get, but, right. you know, uh, it's at least out there. Uh so, yeah, if you ever want to talk about, like, specific holiday movies or something, I'm going to try to make a post asking what your favorites are. Uh, for Easter movies, like, honestly, the only movies that I could find were Guardians of the... Uh, uh, Rise of the Guardians and Hop. Okay. Which was an Easter thing. But I don't know. I think, like, you could also extend that out to, like, you know... Uh, what was that one? It was... Peter Cottontail? No. Uh, Peter Rabbit? Peter Rabbit, yeah. Like, uh, even though it's not technically an Easter movie, I'd say that's pretty close enough. <laughs> it's a rabbit And then movie. you get into, yep. well, and then you get, then you get into all the, you know, super Christian films as Easter right, things. Right, yeah, yeah. And which, no, we're not just, we're just not doing that. All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll, uh, see you in two weeks. Yeah. Thank you all for being here during my flu and fever and everything. Hopefully I didn't get too delirious. And thank you all, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.